You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to CP Time, the only show that's for the culture. Today, we discuss black people and the joyful festive holiday of Christmas. So let's start with slavery. Because remember, black people weren't celebrating Christmas before that. None of us were on the boat ride over here going, fa-la-la-la-la, deck the halls. But once they were in America, many slaves began to see Christmas for the blessing that it was. A chance to escape while the owners were away for the holidays. The great abolitionist Harriet Tubman even used Christmas to free her three brothers, which may sound good to you, but if I let my sister free me around Christmas, I'd never hear the end of it. Every year, she'd be like, oh, thank you so much for the slippers. This almost as good as the gift I got you last year. Not shackles. And then I'd be like, shut up, Bernice. You ruined the holidays. Of course, music is an important part of Christmas. And black people have been covering and improving the classics for years. Like Let It Snow by Boys to Men. Or Do You Hear What I Hear by Me. Here's a sample. Do you hear what I hear? Sounds like oppression. But some holiday music is tainted with a history of racism, like the classic Jingle Bells, which at first just seems like an innocent song about reckless driving. But back in 1857, its first public performance was part of a minstrel show sung by a bunch of white dudes in blackface. It's a terrible legacy. And that's why every time I see a one-horse open sleigh, I key that shit for justice. But it is also important to recall the true reason we celebrate Christmas. Santa. The breakthrough for black Santas was in 1943, when one of Harlem's biggest department stores hired the country's first black Santa Claus, which surely was a distraction for customers who didn't know what was going on. I'm sure they was all like, Who's that nigga in the red jacket talking to my child? <laughs> After that, Black Santas took a 70-year ill until two years ago when Larry Jefferson became the first Black Santa at the white-ass Mall of America. <laughs> a victory for our people. Mostly because Larry used his employee discount to get all the Black people he knew 20% off. <laughs> a hero indeed. But Kris Kringle would be nothing without the gifts he brings. The toys. Without the toys, Santa's just a fat bastard that broke in your house. And for decades, manufacturers didn't even consider making toys for black children. And when they finally did, some of them would just paint white dolls black. Like this Willy Talk doll. Look at that. Looks like Willy got thrown into a bonfire. <laughs> but the great thing about kids is they'll like whatever you give them because children are not very intelligent. Like, my favorite toy when I was a youngster was Mr. Chompy Chomp. Oh, I'd play with Mr. Chompy Chomp for hours. I'd make him gobble, I'd make him talk to me, and lose all his teeth. It took me 45 years to realize this. Mr. Chompy Chomp was a staple. A good friend Cornell West told me that. That's all the time we have for today. I'm Roy Wood Jr. This has been CP Time, and remember, before the culture.
Make sure you put my website up at the end so people can order my compact disc and cassettes. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 